right, hello guys. Hello, hello brethren. This microphone is loud. Okay, let's pray. Lord, I just um, ask that the Holy Spirit guides me and bless all those who hear this testimony. May this testimony bring glory to you, Father. Amen. Okay, if anybody has a Bible, I want them to open it to Ephesians 4. Oh, I have Aaron, so she can't. I forgot mine. I'm reading 417. With the Lord's with the Lord's authority I say this, live no longer as the Gentiles do, for they are hopelessly confused. Their minds are full of darkness, they wander far from the life God gives because they have closed their minds and hardened their hearts against him. They have no sense of shame, they live for lustful pleasure and eagerly practice every kind of impurity. But that isn't what you learned about Christ. Since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. So stop telling lies. Let us tell our neighbors the truth, for we are all parts of the same body. And don't sin by letting anger control you. Don't let the sun go down while you are still angry, for anger gives a foothold to the devil. If you are a thief, quit stealing. Instead, use your hands for good hard work and then give generously to others in need. Don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. And do not bring sorrow to God's Holy Spirit by the way you live. Remember, he has identified you as his own, guaranteeing that you will be saved on the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other tender-hearted, forgiving one another, just as God, through Christ, has forgiven us. I was born in Denver, Colorado, to Randy and Julie Miller. Having kids myself makes me think of how excited and overjoyed they must have been. It also makes me think of how much I have taken for granted in this lifetime, like the love of my family and of Jesus. My first memories were happy. I remember living in a small town. We had a dog. My mom had a big garden. My brother and sister and I were always outside playing throughout the neighborhood. There were also bad times. My dad was an alcoholic and my parents fought a lot. They eventually divorced. I was a daddy's girl and my heart was broken when my parents split up. I would spend weekends with him and I looked forward to spending time with him all week long. The visits got fewer and farther between. We moved, we moved around a lot and my mom worked two to three jobs. We would stay with family sometimes I was sexually assaulted by my older cousins. We would move from state to state. My mom and us would have to stay with her friends until she got on her feet, and I was molested by a man I didn't know. This was a scary and chaotic time in my life. My mom started seeing someone else, and we moved back to Colorado. Not long after we moved there, my dad killed himself. I was nine years old. I didn't cry at his funeral. I felt lost and abandoned and alone. The man my mom was with was abusive and mean, and he isolated us from other family. He worked on the oil rigs, and my siblings and I were happy when he was gone. We moved several times around the town, and I switched schools often. 
I didn't really have any friends, so I was alone much of the time. My mom was distant, and my younger and brother and sister I avoided. My mom found us a great house, and there were enough rooms for each of us to have one plus some, but life at home was not good. I ran away a lot, only to come home when the cops brought me back or when I was worried about my brother and sister. My mom's boyfriend was dealing drugs out of our house. He would beat my brother, and my mom worked a lot, and we didn't want to upset her, so we never told her. But it had gotten so bad that we finally had to tell her, and he would beat my mom, too. She would always take him back. He got arrested on a warrant and was under investigation for a murder. During this time, my sister asked me to go to church with her. I would go reluctantly. The teacher asked, uh, the teacher talked about sweet Jesus. I wanted a sweet Jesus. I did ask him into my heart, but quickly turned away. My mom packed us up in a U-Haul and we moved to Missouri. Life was good in Missouri, but I resented my mom, so I rebelled every chance I got. I stole a car at 13, and I became very promiscuous, and I craved attention from guys. I fought a lot in school and started smoking pot. My mom got remarried, and I had been involved with armed robberies, witnessed friends and boyfriends attempt suicide, several car wrecks, meth labs, and had been to rehab all before the age of 18. I graduated high school and got pregnant that summer. I was so in love with my kid's dad, I didn't go to college as planned and started a family right away. I had to go back to rehab to get off drugs while I was pregnant. The kid's dad offered little help, but he did provide financially by cooking dope and selling it. The first five years were filled with lots of pain, regret, and resentment. I drank a lot and did lots of meth, jail time, prison terms, an abortion, DUIs, and more rehab. We finally moved to another county and replaced our people, places, and things that were holding us back. I didn't use drugs for three years, but I sure wanted to. I drank a lot and worked 60 hours a week. Jeff, my kid's dad, OD'd on fentanyl and died May 19, 2008. I was mad, sad, and tormented. I felt blame and regret for things I didn't do for him or say to him. I was so angry at God for taking him and making me do this life alone. I felt abandoned and more alone than ever. I dove headfirst into drugs. I started using opiates, heroin, and more meth than ever. I neglected my children, so my mom came and got them. I was going very fast down the road to destruction. I didn't care about anybody or myself, as if the more people I drugged to hell with me, the better. I experimented with homosexuality, and sex was also a tool I used to hurt people. I was on the run, and I was sitting in my truck in someone's driveway. I had a satanic book in my dashboard. I opened it and wrote, Jesus is King of Kings and Lord of Lords, in the cover. The next day I was arrested. I was given a Bible in county, and that's when I first truly encountered God. I went to prison for two years and got deep into the word and walked with Jesus daily. I forgave people I thought I never could. The Lord was truly working in my life. He had restored my relationship with my children and started with the rest of my family. I stayed clean for one and a half years after being released from prison. I thought I could do things on my own. I ran ahead of God. I tried a relationship with an unbeliever. I knew this was not God's plan for my life. I was lonely and mad at God. I thought since I was lonely and had been so good, surely he would have brought me someone by then. I started using again. I got further into the pit than I had ever been. This time my kids left me. They were used to my crazy from before and knew when the bottom was going to drop out. They went to stay with a friend and my mom. 
Every wise woman builds her house, but the foolish pulls it down with her hands. Proverbs 14.1. I was in the outer darkness, alone, isolated by my own doing. I felt far away from everything I had ever known and cared for. I especially felt far away from God. By turning my back on God, I had given Satan full reign over my life. He had control of my mind. I was borderline schizophrenic and suffered from strong delusions. My family wanted nothing to do with me. I had traded my life with my children in communion with Jesus for men and drugs. I had a moment of clarity and a small amount of hope. I had no strength to fight anymore, but God fights for me. I left my house and all my past behind, walked to a motel and called to get a bed date at a rehab to get clean and sober. It took two attempts at rehab. I did not want to let go of my old life, but the Lord said, trust me. I put in 17 applications for long-term recovery programs. I was past my time at Turning Leaf. I prayed for an answer. Two weeks later, the one and only reply was Hope Landing, and they had accepted me, and I went within three days of acceptance. As soon as I walked in the house, I knew the Lord was there. I could feel the healing. This is where I started building my life on the firm foundation of Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. I rededicated my life to Jesus and was baptized on August 19, 2008. 18. I am now a world overcomer because he overcame the world and is and greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. I am the Lord's and I am not my own. I have learned to love others without selfish motives, enabling or codependent tendencies. I am truly free. The Lord has removed the desire to use and replaced it with the desire to serve him in his kingdom. I have a purpose for the first time. I have been fully fully immersed in discipleship at Hope Landing, and I am in love with Jesus. He has been with me the whole time. Even when I turned my back on him, he was still waiting for me to receive the blessings and promises he has because the Lord never changes. He is restoring my relationship with my kids again, and I am trusting the Lord and his will for my life daily. I have also learned how to forgive as Jesus did and let go of all the hurt that was that I was carrying around. Jesus does care. And I'm so grateful for all he does for me personally and through other believers like all you guys. Um, even though my earthly father was not with me long and I carried that hurt around along with all the rest, the Lord says in his word, I will be a father to you and you shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. Thank you, guys. Um, While you guys are standing, we are going to say the serenity prayer. <laughs> God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as a pathway to peace, taking, as Jesus did, this sinful world as it is, not as I would have it. Trusting that you will make all things right if I surrender to your will, so that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with you forever in the next. Amen. Recovery Rock!